vagina goop from goop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. This candle trademark. smells like my vagina goop. <laughs> you know. I got it straight from my gynecologist. <laughs> Why is she so fucking weird? And not in a oh like God. liberating free. No, I know. That's just, it's just fucking she's weird. Just fucking, she's somebody it's who just has way weird. too much money. Like literally. Take some money away from that woman. It's like, you know what? I just want to make shit about now my I'm vagina. Just making group. a candle about my vagina. No this one wants weird. that when I don't no really want to that like, when. That's great. You think your vagina smells amazing. Hey guys, welcome back to the crime library. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jesse. And you're here listening to First Things First. Last, well, last episode <laughs> we covered The Sun Does Shine. Mm-hmm. So we're going to kind of branch off of that a little bit. Um, yeah. It's not going to be strictly just about that. We're kind of be going into more of like the Brian Stevenson side. We're going to be talking about Just Mercy, um, which is a movie Right. Based, based on, on another case. Yeah, based on <laughs> based a book that Stevenson. <laughs> so the book has like a bunch of cases. Yeah. But this movie specifically follows one case, but it does have Ray in it. So yeah. we'll talk about that. And we're just kind of trying to find our groove on first things first and figure out yeah. what we like and enjoy. And uh, the questions are good for some, but we found that with some of the books that we were reading, we had already kind of covered a lot of the yeah questions that we felt people might want answered we kind of felt like we so we're just trying to yeah like Jesse said kind of find our groove a little bit and we knew like before before we did this I had seen the trailer for just mercy and I knew I wanted to watch it but with a lot of especially movies and especially when it has good actors in it I can't watch it if I'm not emotionally ready. And I was like, let me just, let me just do it. We're going to cry together. And and we decided, yeah, we decided to do it for this. And I, I kind of like the idea. So we'll see what happens moving forward. We'll always try and tie it in somehow. Yeah, definitely. Cause we do Um, like to kind of close it off in a, in a more detailed way, but depending on those details, we're going to just, Go and see whether it's like branching off with movies yeah. or. I feel stuff. uh before we do that, I should ask what we always ask. Did uh would you reread the book? One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, ten hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> and there's a lot of like um first person books. Sometimes we don't love them. Sometimes we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they're hard subject matters, and not that this wasn't, but because we know it comes out a little bit better in the end. Yeah, I would definitely. It wouldn't be something that I would have to like build myself up to doing. I would definitely right, exactly. Now that I kind of know what happens and how it happened, I wouldn't yeah. be as devastated as devastating. It's totally I would say like going into but... the book knowing that we knew he got out definitely helped it be a better yes experience for us just because there was light at the end of the tunnel Mm because he just kept telling me over and over again that he kept getting denied and fucked around for years and years like there's a point when I was watching the movie I texted you I was like I'm just so sad because at this point when we were in the movie he's only been there a couple years we know he's got like 30 freaking years ahead of him yeah exactly exactly yeah, I think this was like 1989, 90. So Ray had only been there like four or five years. Yeah. Which that's still way too long, but it's like, dude, you're going to be there so much longer, little baby. I know. It's sad. Yeah, I okay. get that. 
So let's talk about the movie. Yeah. All right. Best friend quiz really quickly. Okay. Name the three times that I cried in this movie. The beginning when Jamie Foxx got Jamie Foxx. The movie opens. Jamie Foxx is just like being a normal person and he gets pulled over by the cops and instantly he knows and you can see it on his face and he's such a good actor. He knows he didn't do what's happening or what he's being accused of, but he knows the rest of his life is going to be fucked in that moment. And I just bawled. Okay, sorry. I'm trying to think of like parts where I cried, but Pretty much every part I cry has to do with Jamie Foxx. I mean, uh, they do have he to- did great in that uh, movie. Yeah, he did really good. Like the end when he gets off, like I cried. Then. The, did you that's cry? That's the, the last one. And okay. I literally just. Yeah, and I'm trying to think. Hour, yeah. I cried that whole. Like, last I'm trying to think of the middle because I figured that's how it was. So what was your middle one? What was the second? Um, When the i can't remember his name and i don't feel like a piece of shit but when the guy goes to the electric chair and they play the song oh and my then gosh yeah in the book yes, we yes. hear ray talk about banging on the um yes banging on the cell and all you can hear it and the guy in the electric chair yes. can hear his friends banging for him i mm-hmm. just like oh my god and we talked about a huge amount in ray's book and the sun to shine that Yes, sorry. We talked about <laughs> a huge amount in the sun does shine um, about how it shows you because this man who was put to death did what he did. He, he wasn't innocent. He um, was messed up from the war. He created a bomb. We don't get a yes. lot of um, details other than he. Yeah, I was going to say his name is Herbert Lee Richardson. Thank you. Yes, Herbert. Um, uh, yeah, a girl ended up dying because of a bomb mm-hmm. he made is basically the main yeah. point of it. Yes. So, and he knows that and he feels remorse for that. And mm-hmm. he's very, he definitely, like they said in the movie, should have been in a, um, like place where his mental health was right, uh, taken well, into consideration and taken care of. Um, but especially back then and still today, we kind of throw our, soldiers into shit and then just expect them to go on with life when they come mm-hmm. home so yeah i i literally just yes now that you involved. reminded me of that part i cried then too yeah but first maybe because of how sad it was i kind of just blocked it out yeah <laughs> yes yes so the movie follows a dude named uh his nickname is johnny d and it's Jamie Foxx's mm-hmm. character. But it also follows Brian Stevenson, who is played by Michael B. Jordan. And listen to me, because Michael B. Exactly. Sarah did a little <laughs> shimmy. Michael B. Jordan is hot. But this movie was so good. There's a point where Michael B. Jordan gets stripped down by a racist guard. And oh I couldn't God, even yes. enjoy that because I was so I hated off. that part. I got so... And he was like, council doesn't have to do that. No, but he knew the dude's like, first "Mm -hmm." of all, he had to go through that to get to his clients because he had like six meetings that day. And second of all, he's in Alabama with a white cop or prison guard. He knew if he made any kind of scene, he was going to get fucked up, too. Uh And And then what kind of feel that? Yeah, 100 percent. It's just intense. Yes, that was very hard. Amazing. Mm-hmm. and there's a part where in the beginning because it follows brian stevenson when he gets out of harvard he went to harvard law mm-hmm. school and his mom is so upset that he's going to alabama to do this thing he had interned um down there 
and met people on death row. And he really felt like a connection and a calling to that. And his mom is so upset. She's like, you don't understand. This is a different place than when he grew up in a not amazing place. Yeah, he had to deal with some, but it wasn't the South. It wasn't the South, exactly. So, yes, not saying that what he had to go through wasn't wrong and it wasn't unfair and the way they were treated was still bad. Right. He talks about his grandfather dying or being killed mm. and the police didn't care. Like no one followed up on it. And it was really like, oh, that's what made him want to be a lawyer. But I don't have this. The South is just a different. Yeah. And she was terrified. Especially during these times. Yeah. And I understood that. And then from that moment on, I mean, no, I'm sorry. Just from Jamie Foxx from the beginning. Yeah. You literally, we can never understand fully. We can guess, we can like say that we put ourselves in their shoes. Mm-hmm. We can never fully understand, but we can learn from what's being shown to us exactly. from their experiences. Yeah. And Jesus Christ, this movie did it in such a good way. <laughs> like it was amazing. I oh, and Ice Cube's son is Ray in the movie, and I didn't know that. Yeah. Sarah thought we talked about it. I didn't know that. And then when you texted me that it was him, I looked at him again. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that's why I it thought. Looks so much alike. Because she texts me. She goes, you didn't tell me Ray was in the movie. I'm like, didn't we talk about it? It's Ice Cube's son. <laughs> She's no. like, no. I'm like, oh, I could we talked about it. <laughs> yeah. And then I just got so sad because Ray. But at the end of the mm-hmm. movie, they they talk about Ray and his. Um, yeah, they do. Him and how he gets mm-hmm. out. And oh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I liked really that good. they added that in there. Yeah, it was good. It was all good because it was it was about Johnny D and his kids. He was falsely convicted for once again, very similar to race. Story. Uh-huh. He was falsely f- convicted from um, for killing a girl. Yeah, at a dry a white cleaning, girl, a white girl at a dry cleaning. And they say in the movie, it's more than likely because he had been caught um, having an affair with a white woman a little a couple months before that. Mm-hmm. And the police just had it out for him. And oh, my God. It's yeah. just, it's literally because the day this happened, he's at a barbecue surrounded by a million members of his community. Yeah, like, there he so has many people. so many alibis. <laughs> and the police literally force a uh, white felon to say that he drove Johnny D to this place. Yeah, because he was held. He was. Johnny D held mm-hmm. him at gunpoint because his arm hurt and he needed this guy to drive him to the dry cleaner so that he could kill this girl. But then when Johnny D went in to do it, he went to a corner store and got cigarettes and then came back to wait for Johnny D and walked in and saw him kill the girl. Like, yeah. Sorry. Like, once again, none of this makes sense. Yeah, none of it does. But we learn later on that Johnny D was sent to um, death row before anything was happening with this trial and so was this other man and he got i know that was fucking crazy bro the length that people can get away with shit like that blows my fucking yeah he hadn't even had his trial yet and you're like just go to death row and the, the fact that they could send another person there to coerce them into saying that they know johnny d did it Right, that they were they were the ones who told him, and they're like, you know what, you go there too. <laughs> and then he eventually is like, hey, I will tell you whatever the fuck you want me to tell you to get me off of this death row. Like, I can't do it. Which, yeah, not saying it was okay. This man put another no. innocent man, but oh, I understand that situation. 
like sometimes if people are backed into a corner, sometimes unfortunately they'll throw people under the bus to get out of that corner. Right. So, yeah. Johnny Dua's um, sentenced and was put on death row. Mm-hmm. He wasn't there as long as I thank God. No, thank goodness. But one thing I found fascinating and really sad is that eventually he dies after he gets out. Um, yeah. He dies, and he dies from, uh, I think it's, what, onset dementia or Alzheimer's, one of them. Dementia. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are st- studies that show, like, things like that when he's isolated and in his cell all the time and not getting out kind of like Ray speaks uh-huh. up that process. So I wonder if that had anything to do with it. It just makes me even more. I know. <laughs> I probably does. It probably does. Something I found interesting too about the sentencing once he was convicted. Um Honestly, I don't remember if they say this in the movie or not, but as I was like looking more into it, when they convicted him and found him guilty, the jur- the jurors had recommended just life in prison. Oh, but the judge that. overturned it. There's like Oh, a thing no, they did. they did. They did. They did. I was I was yes. like I feel like they did, but yeah, and the judge was the like judge no. Overturned it. What? He can go. He can go to death row. So, yeah, I thought that was obviously because, you know, because one thing that is abundantly clear is that it had been a year since this white young woman. Yeah, he was arrested so long after, too, was uh, Mm -hmm. murdered. They literally just started to panic and Uh they had nobody, anybody. And so they had that white film, but they also had a um, young black man. I I don't remember how they got him to testify, but I do know that one of Johnny D's son's friends was with him at the time and could be like, no, he couldn't have seen Johnny D leave the dry cleaners. But eventually that friend wouldn't testify in court because he was getting arrested for perjury, quote unquote. Oh my gosh. When he hadn't even perjured himself. Like there's no, there was no trial for him to perjure himself. Right. So they were intimidating him from the jump. And like, so, so ridiculous. There were so many times, and I know it's a movie, so they have to like play. You can't tell drama time. Uh huh. You know what I mean? But like, Brian Stevenson does just seem like this dude. There's so many times in the movie where Michael B. Jordan looks like he's going to blow his fucking shit. (laughs) Yeah. And then it's just like, nope. (laughs) Yeah. I can't. If I fall down and I falter, then all these people who are relying on me are going to be let down by me. And I can't let that happen just because I have my pride and anger. I I wish I had that in me. (laughs) I know. Oh, that says a lot. And I feel like that really is Brian Stevenson. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he comes off like very because he knows that there's bigger things out there well not only that he sees literally every day people go die to jail yeah and he knows ones who don't even i'm gonna say it one more time because i know we said it in the um uh the main episode but it's been found that uh, for every nine people put to death there's a one innocent person so one out of ten people are innocent and put Mm -hmm. to death been proven innocent so he knows yeah. somewhere in there and even the ones who are put to death like herbert sometimes 
there's circumstances that like right not that what he did was right but it like you said his mental health and everything he was going through definitely should have been taken into account right which is a side I never would have thought about before the sun does mm -hmm. shine like I never would have and it's true it's not not that it makes it okay but it's not like he meant for that to happen and like you said he does feel remorse and he does know what he did was wrong but there were underlying reasons why that even happened that is not just based on the quote-unquote person he is it's right sometimes there are mental health issues and things that need to be dealt with in other ways besides prison so right and there's a point where he's like i did it i like killed that girl i deserve to die and then jamie fox said something that's like really strong and raised book is that just because you took a life it doesn't mean that they get to take yours like if we're saying that murder is wrong then why are we murdering yeah yeah so yeah i I agree once again if you want just a wake-up call on the death penalty 100 um, the Ray's book, The Sundershine, yeah. really puts you into that place where. And I haven't read yeah. Just Mercy, the not the novel, the book. Is it still a novel if it's nonfiction? I guess it I is, have right? absolutely no idea. We should probably know that, but I'm right. Absolutely I'm, no idea. Anywho, whatever. Uh, but I feel like the book itself probably, like you said, it covers more than just uh. Johnny D's case. Yeah. So it just goes to show like how many people this so now I've read Ray's book. I've watched this movie. I have to read I have to read just Mercy. Like I yeah. can't not know about yeah. Brian Stevenson and the rest of the series. You guys might be hearing an episode on that sometime in the <laughs> just future. Like an update, like, hey by yeah. the way. <laughs> I have to. It's like under the banner heaven that we just did. Like I can't not read more from about this like once I dive down that rabbit hole I can't yeah for a while yeah yeah so that was the movie guys I say watch it because Jesus Christ yes and look into the case too because there's just Brian Stevenson like look into Brian Stevenson yeah look into it all there's a part in the movie and it made me look it up that Uh like one of the older ladies is like Oh, he's cute. And his worker's like, oh, he's married to his career. So I had to look it yeah. up. He's never been married. Yeah, he has a lifelong bachelor. He has a lifelong What the hell? Yeah. He, he deserves he a little bit of marriage, goodness, though. He said marriage and his career are not compatible. I know, obviously. Like, he's literally working nonstop. Gone, yeah. To save these people's lives. There's no time to be, like, selfish in that. But, Brian. Maybe he's... Maybe he's happy without it. Not everybody wants to be in that. And I understand that, but somewhere (laughs) he needs something selfishly just for him. Like, Brian, tell me you'd do something. Right. Even if it's not a spouse. Tell me you like ski on the weekends or something. Yeah, right. Yes. (laughs) Anything. That I can agree with. That I can agree with. All right, guys. That was the movie. And this is our first things first episode on it. And I kind of like it. I kind of like. Yeah. I did too. It was fun. The things. And having yeah, it ended up being funny. So join us on the fifteenth for Amityville Horror. Amityville Horror, part one. Yeah, (laughs) because it's a little bit of a horror show. (laughs) 
that's perfect. It really is. It's a shit show, but it's a fun. It's a fun shit show. show. So we'll see you on the 15th. All right, guys. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.